0: Hello and welcome back to the Station Manager Files. My name is Danny Humby, the Membership Exec Officer of the Student Radio Association and the Station Manager of Radio Sonar. It's time for another chat with another station manager from the world of student radio and this is one of my very good friends who I've got to know over the course of my time in the role at the SRA. But Who is it? I know people love guessing and they're just sat there listening, being like, oh my God, who is it? Well, here he is introducing himself for this week's episode.
1: Hello, my name is Gabriel Radis. I am a fourth year French and German student at Durham University, and I am the station manager of Purple Radio. Uh, A fun fact about me. uh, Nothing is fun about me. I'm deadly serious all the time. Um and people hate to work with me. No, uh I um have a, a love for long meetings. Um I go on quite a lot during our exec meetings. And I normally relate it always, always to I normally almost always related to football. Um, but that's probably about, about it, I think.
0: So you you've said about how you you've you've made a lot of changes. Give us a little rundown. What what is what <laughs> what mold have you put onto Purple Radio in your time in the role? <laughs>
1: should I just uh okay I'll stretch my legs I feel like I'm in like the starting blocks ahead of 100 meters so I'm just gonna rattle through a few <laughs> things now um I think you know I mean we changed the website uh and sort of changed a lot to do with the, the website we changed the server um changed the way we broadcast because we broadcast now we can now broadcast from home so we have to build a home broadcasting system um we changed location because our old station was no longer viable so we had to build a new station and that is in itself temporary so we will have to build a new station on top of that um we built made a new type of freshers fair we did did a bunch of different things i think like it's been there's been some fairly fairly key infrastructural changes um and no doubt someone in a couple of years time will come come into it and go that website looks crappy let's change it um which is kind of the process, I guess. Like that's, that's part of being, uh, you know, in a student radio station that people come in and have really new, different ideas, and they kind of mix things up. But um, yeah, and uh, you know, like we changed the structure of the exec. So you know, I came into an exec that was sort of maybe seven or eight persons strong. Uh, now we have fourteen members in our exec and thirty odd officers, twenty five officers, and you know, we made a production team that 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 wasn't around. So now got from like sort of fourteen producers, I think. So that's so so it's so like some 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 fairly some fairly interesting- st- structural changes
0: you've gone from an eight person exec to twelve plus officers. yeah so plus yeah twelve production.
1: thirteen uh um exec um about twenty to twenty four uh officers so deputy heads and different officers on certain things, and then uh aside from that sort of twelve thirteen fourteen um producers so yeah it's quite a big team from what I came into. And
0: do do you do you find that engagement is stronger from your members because you have that many more like committee? I think when you put members? people
1: in charge and you kind of make the whole thing. What I found with student radio is if you if you make the whole thing more important in your mind, if you kind of come into it with it with the outset of uh, or the onset of the approach of this is. Uh, a really big thing yes it's student radio but it's important that we get it right and it's we are as big a media organization as the newspaper in Durham's case the Palatinate, is majorly successful and some fantastic alumni and is really important Um, if you start to import that kind of agenda on people and you start to give them roles and you start to like chase people up and make people like aware that you know they can't just miss a show they can't just not let me know about what they want they have to tell me and they have to tell me in advance and et cetera, et cetera. Then you kind of engender a culture of like, this is serious. And then like people actually take note and people, and so our engagement has been up and our numbers have been up and uh, um, just our general kind of number of shows, presenters, et cetera, everything's kind of been up. So that's.
0: Yeah, no, because like I, as a station manager, last year was a committee of four and this year it's a committee of six so that is quite the difference from your committee of 30 plus we're now talking quite (laughs) yeah
1: quite it's
0: um so I'm interested to know you you've said you've made these changes and you, you sort of said about how people were either come in a few years time and change it because they might not think it looks great or whatever how many of your changes were um like practical need based and how many were you, were you were a result of you and your team being like this could just be better
1: um so i think like the website for example the website was um the website was really hastily built by the previous station manager because something happened to our server and uh, at the time and um they couldn't access the old website and a bit of like a kind of sra situation um <laughs> um and so Adrian did a fantastic job in, in building a new website in like two days um, and used a like a like a website platform with which to build it. Um so one of those things that one of the things I really wanted to come into and, and change was to for us to have our own website with our own backend, our own sort of functionality at the back. So we could, you know, do things like now we've got um messaging the DJ, which we're sort of rolling out today um which kind of which is you know that's kind of really easy and done kind of you know because now everyone's home broadcasting there's no need for a phone to be in the station so now we can just message into the state uh, message into the respective dj that's on and they have their own access accounts and stuff and that was much more difficult under the current uh, like under what we had uh, when i came in so changing the website is something that i think will last because it's just quite difficult to um to change apart from maybe the aesthetics of it um uh, I think things like it's quite hard because we we spent a lot of time on branding, a lot of time on, on graphics, a lot of time on on the social immediate image of the station. Cause also I guess like a whole continuous thread of 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 branding is really important in terms of purporting the, the like the importance and the professionalism of a station. Um whether that changes, I guess, is like whether the artists um and the creators are able to mimic or like sort of represent um in you know, a sustainable manner. What we've done at the moment, and if that changes a little bit, that's not the end of the world because it's good for a station to evolve. Um, but yeah, I mean, like server, I mean, the new server, and then obviously the new station, like I mean, like that will be a big change, and 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 that will be something that will be permanent, and the new server as well will be something that instead of what we were running on prior to that, which was, you know, not to not to kind of like, but you know, we were running the radio station on a Raspberry Pi beforehand, so it was um, it wasn't quite like doing the bits (laughs) that we needed it to do
0: so how did you how did you find the I don't I want to say responsibility of making the call to almost overhaul majority of the station sort of elements yeah yeah. I'm I'm just interested to know like how 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 you I guess just the responsibility of being in the role how, how have you found that
1: The thing is, is that I came into I'm in this kind of unique position of not having ever been a part of Purple Radio before coming to before coming to uh, into my fourth year and being station manager. So I I was on my year abroad. Uh, I started a podcast in January 2020 with a few mates, um, sort of connected it with Purple. uh, And then they had this station manager application come out in February. And I was like, oh, that looks interesting. um, Having literally no idea what I was going in for. But knowing that I liked managerial stuff, I liked being a manager and stuff. I just like kind of organizing and making sure that things are in place, Um, and talking. I'm like, I don't know. I'm quite a people person, so I quite like. I think one a, a side point, but one of the major things that really helped us in the kind of the start of things, as I was like becoming station manager in the first few months, was that I would just ping out email and email and email and have meetings and loads of meetings with people on Zoom and just chat to people all the time and be happy to talk to anyone who was even remotely interested in radio because like whilst that is not an effective use of my time, A, I like it. And B, the more people you get in, the more the wider your reach is. And so if you show people like if you give people a 15 minute phone call or a 20 minute Zoom call, um, and you show them that, yeah, I'm super interested in your K-pop idea for a show, like I don't know anything about K-pop, for example, but like if I show that I'm interested in at least kind of like finding out about it more, they're more interested in, in engaging in it and getting their friends to get involved and doing other shows and et cetera. So that kind of builds that reach in that sense. Um, and then, so, so I knew that I was interested in, in managerial stuff, but had no idea about Purple. Um, somehow got the job um, and, uh, I, And then, you know, it was only going to start in May because I was on my year abroad, but then everything kind of changed and came back in March. Um, And then kind of found myself in a position where I was able to look down on Purple and see the deficiencies that it had and see the issues that were in, that were kind of like structurally built within the station without the kind of sentimentality that kind of you exist. If you start at Purple, go first year, second year, third year, because I d- I wasn't, I didn't care about um, the server. I didn't care about the way we recorded shows prior to that. I was like, let's change it. I want to be able to, you know, I mean, and this is majorly thanks to our head of tech who's also a genius, um, but we wanted better ways to access recordings We wanted better ways of, of, of scheduling, better ways of kind of uh, capturing audience engagement. And I wasn't really interested in any of the infrastructure that we had beforehand or the website, because I had that kind of vantage point. And and that is great in some instances. And I think pissed a couple of people off initially, obviously, because I was coming in and didn't know much about Purple and was suddenly saying that these things need to change. Um, And whilst I kind of, uh, yeah, I I probably irritated a couple of people that were, you know, sort of first year, second year, third year, sort of all the way through kind of people at Purple. I would counter that by saying, you know, if we've got like markedly bigger engagement now, more shows, more presenters, etc., and the infrastructure is kind of objectively probably be- probably better, um, then I don't really mind ruffling a few fe- feathers. And 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 equally, so do do you feel like you've won them over? I think I won a few over. I mean, one of them was definitely my deputy station manager. Um, so uh, <laughs> you know, and 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 that also is a really key kind of dynamic because she had been at purple all her student career. Um, and she knew everything there was to know about purple. So there were certain things that I just didn't know about. Like, I just didn't, I I wasn't aware of, um, the importance of certain aspects of freshers fair, um, because I hadn't come to purple via freshers fair. So she was instrumental in importing that importance on me and making me understand that, yes, this is something that we have to do. Um, but yes let's change it slightly you know and she was really receptive of, and she is really receptive of my ideas and and stuff and she's the one that I will throw an idea at her she will critique it and then we'll sit down and look through it and work through it and then try and then come up with something and there you have that kind of blend of you know kind of understanding of of, of what it is to, to run a to to kind of be part of purple radio but and also a kind of new elements throw new elements thrown in and and a different approach and yeah a couple of people just weren't keen on that idea a couple of people just didn't agree and that's fine um and you know uh some of them have stayed um and some of them haven't and i think crucially that um like the idea was never if you don't like it go it was if you don't like it let's just chat about it and that's part of like the whole kind of the, the whole concept of my type of leadership or management I guess that if you're not happy with something just call me and like we'll chat through it and I'll explain my point of view you'll explain yours and we'll come to a conclusion. So in your experience of of
0: being a station manager
1: do you find that just the
0: more conversations you've had the easier it's been or, or the smoother it's been maybe some more right way of saying it?
1: i still find it incredibly difficult to to give people bad news like I, I it's really hard and i'm sure like loads of station managers have this kind of feeling where someone has come to you with an idea or someone wants to do something um and you really want them to be happy and you really want them to to, to go for it but at the same time there are so many fundamental flaws in that concept that you kind of have to pick apart at it um and you have to sit there and go yeah this doesn't work this doesn't work and um yeah I've been more battle resilient at present than I have been in the past I still find it really quite difficult to to kind of really be combative in the way I I say no this is not something that we want um but if <laughs> I think the thing is that if like people really try and do something I I guess the thing is that like the culture that I've hoped have tried to engender is that if you have an idea talk to me about it and we'll try and have a productive conversation about it um if you try and do something that then subverts the conversation um then yeah i'll be pissed about it and i'll tell you about it um i'll find it quite difficult to tell you that but i'll be really annoyed um because we've had a conversation about it but um but you know people you, it's just a student radio station like it's you you've got to treat it with a degree of prof- professionalism But at the end of the day people are just trying to do it to have fun and enjoy themselves, and and like you want to create a, a, a good culture that sustains um for a couple of years, but at the same time you want really you want people to be really excited for their show. Particularly now, you want people to be really, really like encouraged and really engaged. And and so therefore, like there have been plenty of ideas that I've not necessarily been on board with, um but ninety nine point nine percent of them go through. Literally, the only ones that don't go through are because of Ofcom and because they just they just wouldn't fly on radio. Um, But other than that, you know, people should have the right to express themselves. Because,
0: Like the nature of student radio is that it's literally all all volunteer. You sound like you have put a considerable amount of time into the role. And as a result, you've smashed out of the park. But do you feel, has has there been any point where you've gone, why am I putting this all in? you know i'm not getting paid you know people aren't maybe as appreciative as they could be you know has has that ever been a a, a thought in your mind
1: i think that definitely crosses my mind there was like you know even last night um i'm sitting there and bear in mind i've you know i've got a diff- dissertation that i'm desperately behind on um and i'm making like 55 different presenter accounts for the dj thing and all it does and it's just like it's just just plugging in data uh into the back end and it's mind-numbing and at times i was like why do i have to do this but if i kind of show that i'm not interested in doing it um then not only does that kind of like not encourage the next station manager to to do well but also i don't know it just creates a really like kind of bad culture that's why i've been really kind of keen on making sure that we have exec meetings at the same time every week or roughly around the same time every single week um and even if there's nothing to say then at least just kind of like ask people how they are and just check up on them and and see if anyone's got any ideas um it takes up a lot of effort and it's like yeah it, but it but it fundamentally and people always say this oh like you put in a lot of effort but it's rewarding and it is really rewarding like the lows have been really low but the highs have been double as high and and so while sometimes i'm just a bit like okay I'm really ready to not have to do purple at the same time I just can't even fathom a world now where I don't do purple and I'm sure you feel the same about Sonar time
0: yeah I think like because I'm like in my second year at Sonar station manager so like I think for me it's been difficult because I had this year of doing loads of cool things in person and being able to do a lot and now it's a year where you know resource wise because we're so limited we can't do anything so it's like very interesting trying to do do the same job but in completely different circumstances Mm. Um, but I think I wouldn't be able to do it to the success I've done it this year without having already got the year's worth of experience in my locker so like I find it really interesting you know hearing people that have basically taken on the role literally as you did as as it all everything started and yet you know you have still managed to do a lot for your station and it's really impressive man you should be very pleased with yourself
1: (laughs) no thank you
0: it means a lot do you have any like favorite memories from your time in like doing it so far
1: yeah there's definitely one that sticks out um and i also precursor what you just said by saying that i literally know nothing better like i was never going to manage a station that didn't go on air this year like that's just not my idea was always like we are going to do our absolute best to not only be really in the Durham public eye, but also actually broadcast and actually be a, a place where people can can find some respite from this fairly crappy world. <laughs> um, so so uh, <laughs> so that was always the the plan. Um, yes, there have definitely been um, significant kind of moments. Uh, I would say there's there's one Thursday that sticks out, um, and it's it's funny because it is the the night of the sra awards uh, for 2020 or 2019 20 no 2020 2021 so 2020 um and um and it, it's not because necessarily the sra awards themselves but rather an hour or two hours before we the before the sra awards even started um we had uh news from the su that we had to close the station and that we there was no way that we could um that we could broadcast in the in the station anymore because uh <laughs> basically our station had never received the proper amount of ventilation it should have had for like years for the like past 65 years that air has been recycling around and this is like an absolute complete mess for an airborne pandemic so that so we were and you know i remember coming back to and alex and i moved in together my deputy manager social manager and i moved in together in order to run the station for the first term um uh and so i came back to hers and i remember just yeah she was i'd called her because at that point in time at that juncture we hadn't we hadn't got home broadcasting set up to facilitate broadcasting for everyone we'd done it like twice and just with my with my laptop um And just as like a kind of emergency measure, but that was very much the kind of I think if I'm remembering correctly, like we we'd had a few we had shows in the in the station, uh, and we hadn't and we thought okay now we're we're through the through the clear we've had a couple of shows online but 99% of them have been through the station and we'll just keep it that way, um, and then we suddenly had to think about making home broadcasting something that was for everyone um but more importantly like we were told that our station for the for the past you know home for the past 27 years or 25 years was no longer viable at all um which basically was like that's the end of the station because you know covid is not is going to be something that remains for a few years so we need to find another location and for alex in particular who has so many memories tied to the station uh, and that location it was gutting and she was so upset and i was incredibly upset as well and it was just really hard um so that was (laughs) that was really terrible we had like bought like a couple of bottles of wine and we're really kind of trying to (laughs) drown our sorrows and we were like this s this sra awards is going to just go terribly we had so much hope we're so excited that we got nominated for best station but it's just you know it's going to go to the usual suspects and and that's just and that's and that's just how it's going to be we'll jump on the zoom call that we said that we jump on and we'll just sit there and we'll watch it together but like you know let's just kind of i don't know drink a lot of wine and watch a marvel film or something afterwards and that was very much the agenda and then alex who basically spearheaded the whole branding campaign wins uh, an sra for best branding and then it's like that it's just like the most amazing feeling off the back of such a low low um and then two days later uh, our head of tech just pulling out an absolute madness and being able to um me, like just be able to like have public home broadcasting uh and then having like literally hearing the first person broadcast from home uh was like just such a good like, it was such a good feeling. Um I remember was, I was sitting in the car and we turned we, like you tuned her on to um Josh, our head of tech's um uh sort of phone uh connected to the car and obviously we're online so not FM. Uh and the fact that we just even heard her was just like uh heard and i remember it's alice little i can't believe it's not clear at 1 on a wednesday and literally as soon as it went on and it actually worked it was like oh my god this is incredible so um, it got set so, up in two yeah, it days was a pretty good moments two days it took that guy to set
0: up remote <laughs> it was pretty that's crazy
1: yeah if if not less like this guy yeah i mean this is the thing like we have worked exceptionally hard in certain instances, particularly him and Alex and myself, I guess, in, in in some in some aspects. But but Josh has been incredible. Like when we had to build a new station um location, we built it in like six hours. And we built two studios in six hours. And it was like um we moved everything from one place into another place, including like all the stuff, um, connected all all the things together, made it like broadcastable um just like ripped out as much foam as we could from the old station and started just plastering it all over this meeting room it's not even a, it's not even a studio um and and so like yeah it was it was at breakneck speed and, and like um but the reward for that of it actually working afterwards is so good that it's kind of it's almost like a drug because the harder you put into it and i'm, I'm sure you feel it Danny. like when you get those highs it's like really they're like so good
0: yeah i like i i that seems like that seems like a very large high i think the 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 highs i've got particularly from my time as station manager have probably come from um like maybe more like presenting producing events
1: Mm.
0: i'm interested to know more about purple and its history because you said it's, is it 25 years? Like you said you'd been in the studio for 25 years, but was it a dim mm. studio before or is it the station that should have been around for 25 years?
1: It's very its very difficult to know exactly how long we've been around for. The understanding is that this, that 2020 anyway, was our 25th anniversary. Um, and, but it's really quite confusing because there was Purple FM that kind of had pop-ups and, were, and, and was around at Durham, maybe in 1993 um but sort of for a few years had this system where we didn't have enough money to broadcast all year round so we broadcast for a term and then have two terms of dark and then broadcast for a term and have two terms of dark on fm and then eventually in sort of 2000 2004 i think we turned to uh or 2003 we went we became purple radio uh and moved online um so yeah it's uh, it, it's an interesting history and you know i had a really interesting chat with um anna foster who's the bbc 5 live presenter for drive time uh who was station manager of purple radio in 2000 um and she was saying about how you know (laughs) this this, the purple radio that she sees now is a world away from the purple radio of 2000 or purple fm of 2000 just in terms of you know just trying to get reach and so on and and what they had at their disposal which was nothing and you know fundamentally we've never had an injection of cash from the su we've always worked off our membership uh income so we you know we charge a, l- a little bit for membership but then we use that membership income to uh pay for the licensing and and so on and and all the sort of things that we want to do and we've kind of accrued a, an amount over the years that always gets knocked down because there are always those necessary costs um so it's never as easy as kind of like okay we've just been granted 10 grand what are we going to do it's very much along the lines of like you know we are on the bread line what can we absolutely what do we absolutely need to do um and, and that's part of the fun as well, you know, because it's like, it is so low key in that respect, as, as much as I try and make it really professional, like it is, you know, it is a bit of fun that um, that it's, uh, that I don't know, it's just, uh, it, it's great. And, and, you know, we've got a kind of little rivalry with Palatina, the, the the newspaper uh, at Purple, uh, at Durham, in, in part because we took over their their uh premises when we became the radio station so they now have like a tiny closet and we have this like massive sprawling like area um but you know we're trying to quell that that um, that fiery uh, relationship yeah i can imagine
0: uh, i'm interested to know then based off all the answers you've said over the last like half an hour or so what does student radio mean to you
1: interesting um, yeah no uh, <laughs> it it it's it, um, what, it's, it's quite a hard one to, to articulate, but it, it means when I say in, in respects to purple, it means so much to me. Um, and it is, it's guided me in relation to what I want to do next year and in future years. Um, it's informed me of so many different ways of de- of decision-making and, and I've learned so many life skills off the back of, um, being at purple and being part of purple. Um, and just student radio in general is just like it's funny when I was a kid and I you know I played squash to a pretty high level when I was younger and like the squash moms like the squash moms are um and, and dads were like super like oh and the kids were so annoying and I used to just get so annoyed with like how kind of up themselves loads of loads of people were and like for like a lot of like the people you interact with in student radio that that's actually like they are genuinely decent people and like you kind of get you kind of have that shared commonality of like love for radio um and whilst you get the odd person who's a bit like okay really must you um like <laughs> no comment you love the radio a bit much um like everyone kind of does student radio because they just enjoy being part of that like environment and that, and that environment is that social desire to kind of listen and talk and be engaged and involved and that's so cool so if
0: if if someone was listening to this and they were thinking you know one they want to be on a committee or a station manager at one point you know they're just a general student radio member um mm-hmm. what killer advice would you give them about you know whether they should go for it and and if they're in the role what, what they could do
1: <laughs> um definitely if you throw you the more you throw yourself into it the more you get out of it as much both in actual practical terms in terms of the the more effort and and kind of the more work that exists as a result of you as a legacy of you but also um the more you meet the more people you meet the more opportunities you get in 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 future almost certainly um and also it's like it it looks really hard from the outset and and from the outside and and you miscon- the misconception is that it's just all admin or it's all work at a lot of times with, with with people but it's it's genuinely so much fun i mean i i've i've, I've nagged a girlfriend out of the uh, um uh, out of this whole process you know and and that's that's pretty pretty good on uh, for me um, and uh, and it's the rewards far outweigh the work you put in just because yes it's tough but at the same time you that you will look back on it and wish that you had longer as much as as much as you might want as much as you want, might want the end to come at some point um you'll you'll regret you know not not being a station manager uh, straight after
0: i think that is very good advice and and to end this episode i'm gonna give you you know promo purple promo yourself <laughs> give it a shout out
1: um so a massive shout out to uh the whole purple exec and um, specifically people that have kept us kept us afloat this uh, this year the likes of you know I mean, I don't actually want to name names but Joe Josh Simon uh you know sort of Alex have like been so been so crucially kind of engaged uh, this year and that's not to say the others have and the others have been very 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 engaged as well um and I shouldn't have I shouldn't have name dropped but basically um, I love you all purple radio people um, and um, definitely go and check out our podcast. Cause we're like top 20 in the UK for education podcasts, but, um, but live shows and stuff, just, you know, keep going and enjoy it. And yeah, if you have any stage manager magic questions, be it for, from purple, or if you're from anywhere, just drop me a message. Um, I'm always keen to chat about it uh, and happy to help. So, and that's just uh, Gabriel Radis, iCloud.com. I should probably use that one. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Danny.
0: That's my chat with Gabriel Radius from Purple Radio, a guy who I'm, I'm, I'm sure is gonna go on to phenomenal things and, and is doing a fantastic job over at Purple Radio. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Station Manager Files.